0: Ladies and gentlemen, bad news, public schools don't seem to want children to know how to do critical thinking. They might be more difficult to control. Critical thinking or any similarly elevated notion sounds as though it might be something intellectual or academic, and that might be something the public school prefers to ignore. Even if the school sincerely wants children to learn critical thinking, the school usually won't know how to go about it. They probably won't think in terms of a down and dirty way that might get something done. They probably think of grad schools and professors of education and how these experts would do it, which is to say, slowly and verbosely. Here is something seen widely on the internet which confirmed my suspicions. Here goes, open quote. Studies suggest that students become remarkably better problem-solvers when we teach them these seven techniques. Analyze analogies. Create categories and classify items appropriately. Identify relevant information. Construct and recognize valid deductive arguments. Test hypotheses. Recognize common reasoning fallacies. Distinguish between evidence and interpretations of evidence. Close quote. Seriously, who the heck makes up this stuff? It sounds like weeks of work. I want fast and furious. I'll take down and dirty. Seriously, again, pick any one of these seven approaches at random, and then imagine doing it for a couple of days. Oh please. This kind of nonsense makes kids crazy and rebellious. Your average kids in America can hardly read and you want them to recognize common reasoning fallacies and to test hypotheses. Okay, let me start again from a different direction. I always think there is a fastest, simplest way to do everything. The lazy person will always find that way because they're lazy. Speaking for lazy people of the world, I want to tell you today about the quickest way to teach critical thinking. Once you savor it, you will share my pleasure in finding the fastest, simplest way. Here it is. Many famous people are listed on the internet with their best quotes. I suggest people like Abraham Lincoln and Benjamin Franklin, or go for exotic uh, people like Gandhi and Tolstoy, they have an awful lot to say. But resist the temptation to overload the children. Pick the one quote you think is most fascinating, run that by the kids, let them comment, explain a little more about how you see it, then have them discuss and vote on whether it's a good quote or a bad quote. Milk it, everything that happens here is critical thinking, rich, delicious, nutritious, critical thinking. If you know that your kids have received little or no education, then find a quick summary of the famous person on the internet and tell the kids a hundred words or less you can teach a lot of history this way point is keep arguing the famous quote back and forth then ask people who voted for it to explain why it's smart then tell them to switch positions to show they understand the arguments on both sides in closing let me announce that you mention the famous person for next time. In closing, let me say that you can suggest the famous person for next time. Whet their appetite. If they start nagging you to find out what will happen next time or suggesting their own favorite quotes, you know you're doing a great job. Congratulations. Thank you. Overview. Let's Fix Education explores seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, by doing that we will have better schools at less cost. Three, nothing much changes decade dejected decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education, but the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff. And that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. the big brains in education keep t- telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, comma the great guitarist, is much smarter. He said, the beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. Five, Lennon's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. Six, if we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. As it is, we are creating millions of sub-educated students from K rate right through college. Seven, analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S. My book Saving K-12 runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. And I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.